Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this is the Daily Thistle for Friday, April 22nd, 2022. Graduation countdown is at 43 days. Today we share another of our spring senior speeches. Today, Jenny speaks about biases in life. From the chapel of St. Margaret's School, here's Jenny. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jenny, and I am here today to do my senior speech. I'll start my speech with a poll for you. Please raise your hand if you think that you have been treated by other people as if you were inferior or treated other people as if they were inferior. Thank you. So today I'm here to talk with you about bias in our lives. With the popularization of electronic products, publicity on the internet, and the bias our gener older generation holds, the propaganda of some individuals through social media and what we have learned since we were young lead to many biases in our lives. University of California, San Francisco's introduction on unconscious bias training states that, Bias is a prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person, or group compared with another, usually in a way that's considered to be unfair, and it can have a negative or positive consequences. There are different types of biases, and one of the most common ones is unconscious biases. Unconscious biases are social stereotypes about certain groups of people that individuals form outside their own conscious awareness. It is the bias that people would have on a group when they do not notice themselves. For example, there's an alumni from our school and she is a black woman. She's outstanding. However, she once told me that many people think that she is outstanding because she is the one standing out in a group that she can represent. And in this case, black people. In fact, she's outstanding no matter what race she has, and the bias people have on black people changes people's perspective on her. Kimberly Pavlon explains that the brain has a unique ability to differentiate between those who are like us or in the group from those who are not like us or out of the group. As a result, people would treat other people who are like them better and treat others who are not like them with bias. What could also easily lead to bias is people's different cultural backgrounds. According to David Maina, cultural awareness is the understanding that our own culture differs from one individual and group to the next. And according to the textbook Psychology 2E from OpenStax, cultural intelligence is the ability with which people can understand and relate to those in another culture. The lack of cultural awareness and cultural intelligence can easily lead to bias. As a Chinese person, there are many things we consider as normal to do, but not for the people from another cultural background. For example, when people sneeze here in this country, people around will say, bless you. However, because we do not have a strong Christian background in China, it is not what we are used to doing. We would also not hold doors for people after us like how we do in this country. Sometimes people would consider them as rude, however, it could be that person from other cultural backgrounds do not even know that it is what they're supposed to do. Now that I have explained what bias is and when it happens, 
The real key question here is how do we avoid bias, and how do we educate ourselves to be aware of it? It is important to be aware that some people have a biased point viewpoint, and you need to filter what they say. People with huge influence need to carefully choose the words and not project bias when they are writing pieces of information about these individuals or simply talking about them. Now, I have two other polls for you. Raise your hand if you have never heard of the term COVID-19. I'm glad. Um, now, raise your hand if you have heard of the term Chinese virus. Thank you. Trump used Twitter to describe COVID as the Chinese virus, thus suggesting China was responsible for it. He has a huge influence in the U.S. and even the whole world. The term Chinese virus creates a bias and causes many Asians to be treated differently in many parts of the world. It is also important for adults to replace the biased response with non-prejudice responses when they are talking about the topic with the younger generation. For example, when you are describing a person, only describe that person, but not a group that he or she represents. Same with you all, your siblings or other family members that are young. By doing so, the younger generation can form their own opinions without the bias from the internet or the older generation. Thank you for listening. On the river today, the sun will rise at 6.22 a.m. and set at 7.50 p.m. Low tide will appear around 1.04 a.m. and high tide 6.56 a.m. Another low tide will return at 2.04 p.m. and finishing off the day with a high tide at 6.23 p.m. Winds will emerge from the northwest and shifting from the north at 5 to 10 knots. You should expect that waves will be less than one foot with a light chop. It will be sunny along with a few clouds with a high of 76 degrees. Last night, St. Margaret's hosted the Essex Museum in our historic Brockenborough House. St. Margaret's is building a partnership with the museum as one of our students is participating in an independent study program working as an intern for the museum. We will soon have an opportunity to share her experiences firsthand. Tonight, the students will be celebrating the lantern ceremony under the tent on our river lawn. This will mark the beginning of our spring parents weekend, accumulating into our May Ball on Saturday night. In news from the BBC. BBC News with Fiona MacDonald. A Ukrainian official says Russian forces have taken more than 40 villages in the Donbass region, but President Volodymyr Zelensky has denied Russia's claims that the strategic city of Mariupol had been captured. Mr Zelensky said the fight for the city was not yet over. He also said Moscow had rejected a proposal for an Easter truce. The United States has charged the former Honduran President Juan Orlando Hernandez with conspiracy to traffic con cocaine following his extradition. U.S. federal prosecutors said he received millions of dollars from drug gangs during his 10 years in office. Mr Hernandez says the charges are part of a conspiracy. British MPs have agreed to investigate whether the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson misled Parliament over parties in his official residence that broke lockdown rules. He's denied this and has rejected calls by the opposition to step down. The far-right challenger for the French presidency, Marine Le Pen, has been holding her final big rally in the northern city of Arras. Mr Macron has been campaigning in the suburbs of Paris. The latest polls suggest he's favourite to win in Sunday's runoff vote. 
The Arab League has called on Israel to end Jewish prayers in Jerusalem's Al-Aqsa Mosque compound. The League said Israel had restricted Muslims in their right of worship while allowing ultra-nationalist Jews to enter the site. A US Air Force veteran who led a campaign to finance the former President Donald Trump's promised border wall has pleaded guilty to fraud. Brian Colfidge admitted to taking donors' money for his personal use. And the World Health Organization says more than a million African children have received protection from an anti-malaria vaccine first deployed in October last year. It says children in Ghana, Kenya and Malawi have received at least one dose. BBC News. Listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River here on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Autumn Courtney, and this was your Daily Thistle. As you grow in age, may you grow in grace. 25 years out, my life is still trying to get up that great big heel of hope for a destination.